Welcome, Jimmy, Marvin, Ron, and Benjamin. If you want to uh, put in the chat where you're from, you might find somebody else who is from that area and be able to make a connection that way. Welcome to Real Estate Investing Tips, how to analyze deals like a pro. This is our agenda today, just uh, doing a little networking and we'll go through our sponsors, answer any questions about them you may have. Oh, from Florida. Welcome, Ron. That's great. We are just opening up in Florida and, and, uh, and from Manhattan. All right. And then we're going to run through analyzing deals. And uh, my main computer that I work off of for my slides doesn't have a camera, so I have a secondary one. So you may not see me as I'm talking so much because my my voice is coming through on the cam or the machine without the camera and the camera is just sitting on an idle machine. So just so you know. All right. And everybody by this time knows how to use zoom. And I, I look mostly at chat. I do have Q and a up in case I miss something. We do have polls that happen uh, throughout the presentation. Here's the first one, just getting to know you so we can find out if you're an active investor or passive and how long you've been investing and what types you like to do. For those who participate in the polls, every week we have a giveaway that is drawn on Mondays and it's announced to the lucky winner as well as on our Facebook page. And uh, I believe that is a one month subscription to our deal finding suite. So thank you all for participating in those. Uh, Real Estate IQ is made up of a lot more Nady employees because we are currently in an expansion phase, but this was like about nine months ago. And uh, they have all these data aggregations and marketing and customer service and sales, UX design, uh, all kinds of different areas that we work on with Real Estate IQ and our sponsors. So. We'll start with Quest Trust Company. They are a, what's called a custodian of your IRA. You can take any IRA that you have, Roth or regular, move it over to them, and then you are able to invest the money from that IRA into real estate or oil or gas or things that are different than the regular stock market. Uh, you can also set up college funds there. You can set up... Um, the small business funds there, all kinds of stuff. And you can utilize that to invest those monies as well into real estate. Uh, they have a event coming up. I think it's, I can't remember exactly when it is. It's on our site. Maybe I can find it in a little bit, but it's their annual event. It's big deal. Lots of people there, lots of attending, um, lots of information speakers and stuff like that. Note school. That is for those who want to be more of a passive investor and you can purchase notes and then you just get paid the interest off of that note going forward. Investor Loan Source, Blink Lending and Bay Mountain Capital are all private money, hard money lenders. They lend differently. And so getting to know each of them is important for your business so that you can know which source you can go to, what the rates are, if they're going to loan at 70% of ARV, 65% of ARV, 75% of ARV. If you, would, if you get a long-term loan with them, are you able to wrap that with an owner finance? 
all those types of different things. Some only lend in Texas, some loan across the United States. And then action biz coaching, action coaching is business coaching, helping you to increase your uh, business and, and make it all that it can be. And then real property management is a property management company so that you can have them manage your rentals and you can be on task for acquiring more instead of doing the day-to-day -day stuff. All of the contact information has been put in the chat. You can cut and paste any of those and uh, talk with them as you would like, as you have need. Our community is at community.realestateiq.co. You can also just type in realestateiq.co. <laughs> And that brings you here is where if you put community in front of it, it'd take you to here. There's networking groups. You can be a free member, things like that. This is a marketplace where you can find other associations, coaches, funding, vendors, such as uh, drywall or contractors or insurance, things you might need. Uh, our events or events coming up that we are a part of. <laughs> We have our good news event on the 2nd of December with a panelist in that. And then uh, here are other things that are coming up. I'm looking to see if I can, if we have listed the quest event. I don't see it. And you can see there's a lot of events. There's 45 total. Um, yeah, I don't see it right now. But if you go to Quest's website, they would be able to show you that. And then under tools, this is how you sign up for our products. And as you can see, we now have off-market leads in Florida, Georgia. We just opened up Utah and we've just opened up Illinois. And so those are all places that we provide leads now as well as all of Texas. Well, I shouldn't say all of Texas, the metro areas, the Dallas, Fort Worth, the Houston and the San Antonio, Austin areas of Texas. All right. Let's go back. Any questions on our community or portal or anything like that? Okay. So this, this is our suite of core products, the deal analysis suite, the deal finding suite, and the premium suite. All of these are incremental. So if you sign up for the deal finding suite, you get the deal analysis. If you sign up for the premium, you get the deal finding and deal analysis. That's the way they work. The only difference between the deal finding and the premium is a premium has skip tracing with it, which means that you get email addresses, cell phones, landlines, uh, relatives, information, things like that, so that you have more ways to contact them out of your home. And let's do a quick little testimonial. It's Joseph San Cruz with Real Estate IQ. Here we are at the Seria. I've got Andy, one of our successful clients with us, uh, who's been with Real Estate IQ and um, made a lot of uh, things happen with our software. So, oh, this the software pays for itself. I mean, honestly, like 
if you're going to pay the subscription price, you're basically imagine you're outsourcing the function and you don't have to do tasks that are $5 an hour. You focus on the $200 an hour tasks. So you have off-market leads being fed to you every day and all you have to do is pick among those that you like best to then pursue. You don't have to do all this ground grunt work. You have someone doing it for you at an affordable price, which I love. It's an indispensable, integral part of my business and I use it every day. I love it. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Maybe invest of luck in deal finding. Thank you. All right. And if anybody is interested in a 45 minute one-on-one -on -one deal finding training where you can go more in depth than our products, you can either click the demo request there and uh, say you would like that, or you can say no. And we're interested to know if you're already an existing REIQ subscriber. That's our current poll that's up there. I'll give you a few seconds to fill that out. All right. The deal analysis suite, it's made up of fast CMA, repair estimator, and deal analyzer. We have uh, partnered with another company for our analyzing tool. This was a spreadsheet that was put together by real estate investors. And this new tool is all online. It's very slick and quick. I'm going to demo it today. It's called ROI Muse Analyzer. And we'll go through that. These are our in-house tools. The ROI Muse is an additional cost. It is not included with the deal analysis suite because we didn't create that ourselves, just so you know. So hitting the basics of the training, hopefully you find your deal using Real Estate IQ. Then you run your comp analysis using Fast CMA. So CMA is a competitive market analysis uh, in the real estate industry. That's what realtors do to price your home when you put it on the market. They look at size, age, amenities, does it have a garage or does it have a pool? They adjust for those things, how well it's maintained, how poorly it's maintained. And that is your CMA for that area. You want to be as tight as possible around the home. And you try not to be over recency of 180 days. Recency means how long ago, how many days is it from the time it's sold? So if you have something that is a recency of 30, that's it sold 30 days ago. And that's a good comparison. The reason you want a near recency is because the real estate market can change drastically in six months to a year. And if you have, if you're uh, making, doing your comps off of something that's 10 months old, you aren't going to buy it and get it closed for probably two weeks to a month. And then you're going to renovate it or do what repairs for rentals. That's going to take another couple months. And then if you're going to go turn around and sell it, then you're putting it on the market in a couple months, or it might take a month to sell. So all of that adds up. So your comp that you use that was 10 months old, by the time you go to market and what you are listing it for, that's really almost a year and a quarter old by that point. And that's, that isn't what you're going to price it on when you go to sell it, you're gonna price it on what is current in your market. And so finding something that is the lowest amount of recency is the best way to get that. We create an ARV, an ARV is an after repair value. That means in your CMA, you may have something that says investment property and something that may say fully renovated. Well, when you finish your repairs, you are gonna be fully renovated or 
quite a bit of renovation done. Therefore, you don't want to comp it next to something that needs all those repairs done. So you eliminate that investment property out of your CMA. And by taking out the things that aren't going to look like what yours property is going to look like, you create an ARV, an after repaired value. The ARV is what hard money lenders use as a, sometimes some hard money lenders will just do a BPO. Some of them will just look it up and calculate it themselves. Some of them will require an ARV estimate or a, um, appraisal. Uh, just depends on what lender you go with. But for the purposes of being able to get the deal under contract, you need to figure out what the, your estimated ARV is. And then you also have to figure out your estimated repairs. And we have a spreadsheet that we uh, give to you that helps you do that. Uh, you could also after you get it under contract, we recommend that you go to a, a professional contractor or three and get a real quote so that you can know what you have it under contract for is going to be the real numbers. Because the last thing you want to do is estimate repairs of 40,000. And by the time you're done, there's 60,000. And that means that you overpurchased on that property. You paid too much for it. And where is that extra 20000 going to come from? It's either going to come from a higher selling price if the market is moving up. If it's moving down, that's going to also work against you. It's going to come from your profits because that's something that can fluctuate. But the best thing is, is you get that repair estimate nailed down before you finish your option period on the contract. And if it is more than what you estimated, then you go back and you renegotiate for a lower purchase price. So your maximum allowable offer, like this says, is your ARV times 70% minus repairs. Now, if you want to be safer and less risk, you multiply the ARV times 65%. That gives you more cushion. If you are doing a rental and you feel like you're gonna uh, need less risk, or you can accommodate more risk, you can do ARV times 75%, and some people even do 80. But be aware that you're taking out your cushion whenever you adjust this number. And then your repairs are, of course, going to be different for a rental compared to a full rehab. And so you just decide what your exit strategy is going to be, and you subtract that out to be able to make your offer. And always remember, this is your maximum allowable offer in order to assure to the best of your ability a profit. And so you may want to start and make your offer lower than this so that you have room to negotiate with the seller. Any questions on this first part? Okay, so let's go back to, this is our Real Estate IQ page. If you go down to tools, go to login to reiq.me. Mine's already filled in because I go into it all the time. You log in and now you're inside our software tools. These tools can be pulled up on your phone as well. So that if you're in the field and you need to figure out the ARV quickly, then you can go to Fast CMA. And if you know the address, you can put in an address. Um, let me do something different today. Let's go to MLS Deal Finder. I'm not showing, I mean, I'm not here to demonstrate MLS Deal Finder, but I'll just show you how it can be used. 
So let's find in the last 24 hours discounted deals on the MLS. And you can see this one is active. It says that the computer's estimated ARV or comp is 279. And I have a question here. Do you subtract the repair cost from the ARV before you multiply? No, you multiply ARV times 0.7. So if it's $100,000 ARV, then it times 0.7, $70,000, and then you subtract the repairs from that. So it's 20,000. So your maximable offer would be 50,000 in that scenario. And let's see another, okay. Do you, let's see, do you need, was that enough explanation or do you, Ron, or do you want me to go over it again? I can go over it again if you like. Or actually what I can do is let's take this example. And so let's say we find this and you run fast CMA. So let's remember, it's almost 280,000 is what the computer came up with. So it asks you, do you want to run the CMA by distance? That means that it prioritizes how close it is and recency. You can do it on subdivision, which prioritizes on things in the name subdivision itself, which you might get comps that don't have a close recency, or you can choose to customize it and decide how you want to do it that way. Let's do distance to start with. So now we see that it's 272, and it's not a very good ARV. You normally want one, three, two, or three at least. This has two, one sold for 230, one sold for 250. Here's your recency. This sold 98 days ago. This was 121 days ago. This was on the market for three days. This was on the market for 42 days. Size-wise, they're a little smaller than the one we're looking at. This has more bedrooms. Both of them have four bedrooms. So that doesn't make it a really great comparison, but this area evidently does not have a lot of movement and market. Now, if you click on this, this gives you a little picture of the area on a map. And you can see one of the comps is way over here. Now there's this big dividing road here. So ideally you would want your comps to be in this area right here or this square right here to be the most accurate because up here I'm sure is a whole different subdivision. So this one's really hard to figure out is this a real comp or not? And you see there's no active properties in this area. So that's either a good thing in that you'll have very little competition or it's a bad thing in that nobody wants to live there. And if we zoom, whoops, if we zoom out a little bit, we can see, where is it? This is south, far south Dallas in this little pocket above 20 and below 12 and between 35 and 67. So this isn't a super sought after area, but it is an area. If you wanted to grab this little guy and go right here and drop him right there, this lets you see what type of neighborhood it is. It looks like it's either, it looks like it has a lot of empty lots and it's either a growing subdivision because the houses look nice. It looks like a nice neighborhood. And so, yeah, it, it may be a revitalization neighborhood. So this looks like a really pretty good neighborhood. So we'll go back. It doesn't help us too much that we only have one comp. That's not real good. If we click this little button here, it 
brings it up to 279.7. So the computer was using both of these comps whenever it did it, because that was our number. But this one is a long ways out. Now let's just, for curiosity's sake, let's go back and let's run it again. This time do subdivision and see if we get a different result. Uh, now here we have a lot more sold. Let's see what area they were sold in. A lot over here. Still not very much, just one there. Now, if you see on here, these think, well, this is just way too far. I don't want that in my comps. You can click on it and unselect it, and it immediately changes this number. Same with that one. So we're back to 279, and that's probably because of this one, and we don't like that one. So we're back to just one comp at 272. So being conservative, I would say 272 is going to be our ARV. Now, this does show one active. Let's see where this is active at. It's again over in this neighborhood over here and it's active at 237. So right now it says your only competition's at 237. And let's see what that looks like in terms, it's a three, two, it's a little smaller. It's a dollar five average, dollar six a square foot. And our comp is at dollar 21. So I think our comp is too high compared to the environment because it looks like things are selling for around a dollar six a square foot. This one did sell for more than that, but it looks like an anomaly. So we can look up here. This is an absolutely stunning, no expense spared, immaculate, kept home, beautiful flooring. So this had a lot of things going for it. You see, they priced it at 240 and it sold for 10,000 above and, and as a four bedroom, three baths. So let me see if there's any three threes in here at all, three twos. Everything in here is four twos. So that's going to be a negative on our property that we only have three bedrooms instead of four and a smaller square footage. So I'm going to say that probably to be safe, if we're making an offer, we should be closer to this dollar six a square foot and make your offer with this ARV. It doesn't mean that that's that you aren't going to be able to sell it for the 270 when you finish, but it is less likely since the only competition out there is for less that it will move quickly. So just to have the least amount of risk, you go with a smaller amount. And then I have a question here. Um, is, is it that no one wants to live there or that people are staying in their homes for a longer time? That is the big question. It could be some of both, although the homes in that neighborhood looked really nice. So it could be that that is a really nice pocket and people are staying a long time and they just don't want to move. So that would be something that a real estate agent would be able to help you with that really knows that area. And you can use this to get, the, get it under contract and then go talk to your real estate agent and say, ask, the, ask those exact questions and say, what should I be selling this for? And that'll help you be assured that you're going to be able to sell it. Also, if you're thinking of it as a rental, you can see that there isn't really any rentals in this area that are coming up. There's one up here and a couple over here. But if you did rent in this area, the average price would be just under 2000 And then uh, you can go over here and share the report. You can take out the leases and the actives. You keep the actives, take out the photos. You can add the MLS information if you want, and you can download it to a PDF and send it, or you could share it and email it to somebody. But this basically substantiates 
why you're picking the price that you did. It says this one is pending at 194. And that's a 3.2. Yeah, see these are these are price per square foot lower. Even though they sold at 122, going into this I wouldn't I wouldn't bank on that because your risk goes up. If you get into that market and you find that really you should have been down here but you paid for it assuming this then you're going to be in a risky situation. And then if you want to go back, always just click back here because uh, if you go with the back arrow, it zeroes everything out. And if you ever want to edit your CMA criteria, you can go in here and you can increase the recency way up. Maybe there's some older homes in the area you want to take, see if there's something different comes up because this is a newer neighborhood. So let's see, let's do that and see if anything new comes up. There's just not a lot going on here. So to give you an example of another area, I know there is activity in this area. Oh, and also if you are wondering what counties can you use this with, if you're in the Dallas metro area, these are all the counties that you can get CMAs with. And it changes, of course, if you click on Austin, it'll give you different counties. But so now we'll find the comparables. You see there's 12 found in this area. Lots of action if you bring up the the little map, you can see this one right here. You don't want that. That's on the other side of 30. And that's a whole different area, different neighborhood. So you unselect that. And then you can see there's stuff all around it that you could choose. Then you can also go down here and you can click on this and look at the notes. And see, this one says great investment opportunity. So if you're looking for an ARV, you don't want that in there. You notice that's selling for 140 where everything else is 240, 240, 255. Same 245, 265, 295. Now this one is a 3-2 with a two-car garage. Most of these don't have garages. They've got garage conversions. So this wouldn't be a good one to have in your ARV. And then this one, what number is that? Six. It's right there. That's pretty close. That's good. So yeah. So this says about 262, but let's look and see what's active. Now active says 277, but let's look at the real prices. You got 215, 235. That's a huge amount. And it has a garage, it's bigger square feet. I wouldn't want that. That's not a good comparable. Same with this one. This is a huge one that's not a good comparable. So if we take those out, this is really our competition, the 1200, 1300 probably even this one. So if we add those in to see what our real competition is, it says it should be priced about 255. And those are very close in the same neighborhood, nice little cluster. So I would feel more comfortable in that area. Even though this says more, you always want to be realistic. And then least, again, this area is 1910 average lease. And you can go down here and see some are at 13, some 15, one 19, one at 22. So you have to dive in further to find out why they're getting higher dollar figures for their leases. And if your property is going to fall into that category, or is it going to fall into the category of a lower lease price? Those are just some of the things you want to analyze. Now, some we've been having issues with photos. Sometimes you can see that they do have photos. They're supposed to all have photos, but the update has been slow lately. But this is a way you can see how did these people renovate? What does it look like? How much work do I need to put in here? 
So this is tile in the kitchen, hardwood floors, no carpet. And unfortunately, we can't see it there. But the other thing you could do is you could, if you know what you are comparing against, then you can go out and um, just take this address, put it on the MLS, and you should be able to see the pictures off of Redfin or Realtor or Zillow, any place like that. All right. Any questions about figuring out the ARV? There's a lot of moving parts, but when you do it a lot, you should be able to come up with your estimate pretty quickly. All right. Well, let's, you can find under tools, the repair estimator. It's just a download. It also comes with a tutorial, but this is what it looks like. It's a spreadsheet. Uh, you can change the square feet and it changes this. This is the rule of thumb. If you don't have any foundation issues, no roofing issues, no plumbing issues, no HVAC issues, no electrical work. This is what's called cosmetic rehab. That means paint, flooring, doors, hardware, um, kitchens, bathrooms, uh, fixtures, lighting, anything like that. Maybe some exterior landscaping, curb appeal stuff, and possibly exterior paint too. And so like it shows here, rent ready, a rule of thumb for 1395 square foot is you're going to figure at least 20,000 in costs to get it ready. If it's a mid-grade renovation, at minimum 25,000. If it's a high-end renovation, up to 30,000. And then you click here, and this is where you can go into more detail. Say it needs a roof, change that from a zero to a one, and it puts out the cost of a, approximate cost of a roof. Now, all of these are adjustable that you can adjust based on your contractors and your experience. If you know that you wanna replace windows and you get your windows for 350, 350 a piece installed, then that's a good number. If you're getting some credible deal and you're getting it for 250 installed, then you can change that and make that right. And so then you say, yes, it needs windows and there's eight of them, or maybe there's 11 of them or whatever, and it automatically puts it over here. If you need to change out just individual outlets or you need to do some major electrical work, you can add the electrical, major plumbing, HVAC, and some of these, like the HVAC system, it says this is for estimate for a 1,600 square foot home or smaller. If you're 500 square feet or more, then you add $500. If you have two units, then you have to double the price. So it gives you a little bit of information as to how to better estimate. Then it, it adds them all up, and then it puts in a 10% grace budget. You always want to put that in. If you're new starting out, that might be 20% so that you can rest assured that things get covered whenever they show up because they will show up. And then you, so in this example, we have 66,000 as a renovation. So let me bring up my calculator. Oops, gotta grab it. There we go. Okay, so we said we figured 255 was a good ARV for the last house we looked at. We multiply that times 0.7, and then we subtract 67,000, we'll say. That means that we should pay about 111,500 as our maximum allowable offer. So now let's go look at, where is my, nope, that's something else. There it is. 
This is ROI Muse. We'll log into this. This is our, the analytical tool I was telling you about. They also do commercial analysis, lease analysis, and deal residential deal analysis. So let's go down here. So this is a flip with using hard money. We've got the square footage there. 253 is our after repair value. We figured 67,000 was gonna be our repairs. And then 75%, we were going 70% of ARV. Loan to value means ARV. Loan to cost is your total cost, which is your purchase price plus your rehab. Loan to purchase price is just that. It's how much they're gonna give you based on what you're paying for the property. So if you want loan to ARV, it's loan to value. This is just telling you how much the hard money lender is going to loan you. It's, you see that you're going to need 190000 So you're going to have to come up in this scenario with 23000 out of your own pocket. Now, this is assuming that you want 25000 profit, 10% of the ARV. Well, right now it shows you're going to have 15000 So you click this little button. Now your gross profit is what you want. And it says you need to purchase this for 112,458. It's that quick. It just tells you what you need to know. And here you can play with the numbers. If you have a better, say it's 10% on they're charging you and the lender's fees or your points at closing are 2% instead of three. Now, just by getting a better deal with your hard money lender, your profit just increased $4,000. So now if you click this again, says you can pay up to 116,000 for this property. If you're a wholesaler and you want to make 5,000 on it, you're going to have to buy it for 111,590, it says right down here in this corner. And you can adjust these for property tax, make sure those that's the right amount. Uh, insurance, if there's an HOA, and then how long is it going to take you to buy it, sell it, rehab it and close it? 8 months. If you say okay, it's only going to take 5 months, that's my estimate. Again, that changes things because you're not purchasing that cost of money. And so now you click on it and it says you could pay 123000 for this property. So it's all based on your best estimates of how long it's going to take you to turn around. And then you have all of this. This is the purchase price, the rehab estimate, total cost, your return on how much you put into it, your annualized return, your gross profit, your total investment. And then down here, this is just telling you in order to purchase this, this is how much cash you're going to need to close it, $22,000. And whenever you go to flip it, assuming that you're going to pay somebody full real estate agent to sell it for you, then this is how much profit you're going to make if you sell it for this price. Let's see, question, how do you use a tool for buying and renting out, not selling? Okay, you can go right here. And if you're going to finance the rental, it changes everything. You put in, again, property tax, and then you figure, okay, repairs and maintenance. I'm going to estimate 3% for repairs and maintenance. If you're going to manage it yourself, then that stays zero. If you're going to have a management company, then you're going to put 10%. Uh, if you are normally, you have like a 10% vacancy factor, meaning 10% of the time it's going to be vacant. And then CapEx reserves for stuff, maybe 3%. How long are you going to hold it? 15 years. 
what's the rent increase going to be? What's your expense increase going to be? What's your appreciation per year going to be? And then whenever you go to sell it, is this what percentage of it is going to, what's it going to cost you to sell it through a realtor if you're going to do that? For the loan to purchase price, a lot of times you can get 80% loan to purchase price. Sometimes you can get loan to ARV and it says you'll get 202 is what they'll loan you. Your costs right now, it says are 190, so that's more than what you need, so you should be able to do that. Uh, your interest, 4.5%, or maybe it's 3.5 right now. It's on a 30-year loan. You figure out your lender's fee, your points at closing, your points at payoff, if there are any. Title and escrow estimate, surveys, appraisals, all of that. So then you go over here, and actually down here, this tells you how much cash you're going to have to have out of your pocket to purchase it, 8485 This is your loan amount at 3.5% for 30 years. This is your potential rental income, the vacancy factor, the effective, your operating expenses, your net operating income, your CapEx reserves, and then this is how much your debt service, what you're paying a month for this loan. This um, operating expenses includes your taxes and insurance and things like that. So on this one, you, if you finance it at 80%, you're losing $25 a month. So it doesn't mean it's a bad rental. It means that you have to put more of your money into it to be profitable. So you go back up here and instead of financing it loan to ARV or loan to value, let's just finance it loan to purchase price or loan to all your costs, your renovation costs, rehab costs, things like that. And you're going to do 80%. So your loan's going to be 152. That means you're going to have $45,000 that you're putting into this deal. And I didn't know, I didn't talk about this before. Here it shows your cap rate based on ARV, cap rate based on cost, your debt service ratio of 1.3, your payback period is going to be 25 years, and your rental index is 0.731. You really want that to be at least one. And you'll see down here, you're making 148 a month. That still isn't very good. So how are you going to get that up? You're going to get that up by reducing some of your debt that you have to borrow. So let's say repairs, because we're not flipping it, this is a rental, it's only gonna cost us $40,000 in repairs to get it ready to be rented. That shows now that we're, we have less that we're loaning on. We still have $40,000 invested. Just changed our payback period down to 13 and a half years from 20 something. And it shows that we now make $246 a month. And of course, that's assuming you have a maintenance management company. If you decide to manage this yourself, that's going to affect it. And now you're making $431 a month. So you can play with these and to make it your scenario and what it's going to look like for you to uh, figure out how much cash you need how much loan you need, and how much repairs you need, 
in order to make it a profitable deal. Now, of course, if you are not going to finance it, you're just going to rent it and you're going to put in 100% of your cash. To purchase it, you'd need $167,000, but your payback period is going to be the same, 13.6 years. And then, but your income is going to be 1023 a month. And then I didn't show this either. This is your annual income. And then you said you're going to keep it 15 years. At the end of 15 years, you sell it for 300. You get a $382,000 windfall. So really powerful tool. There's also the burst strategy, all cash, hard money. That's buy, renovate, rent. Um, what is it? Buy. <laughs> I forget all the time. Buy, renovate, rent, repeat. I don't know. There's a bunch of R's, but you do a lot of stuff and you keep it for a longer amount of time. And this just goes through and it tells you your rate of return and your results and stuff like that. All right. Anything, any other questions on that? It's a great tool. It allows you to look at different scenarios quickly. You know, like if you want to make 80% equity capture, you click this button and it tells you what you have to buy it for. Really easy. And you can find that. Uh, oops, let me log out of here. Go back to the Real Estate IQ website. You can find that under Tools, ROI Muse. Get more information about it and everything. All right, if there isn't any other questions, I'll just do a little recap or tell you about the deal finding suite. You get off-market leads, county data finder and MLS deal finder. MLS deal finder just helps you narrow what's on the MLS to things that investors may be able to put offers on. County Data Finder, that's if you want to send out mailers and you want to target a zip code, you want to target a subdivision, you want to target a city. You can, we have a database of, I think it's 15 million in Texas that you can go out there and you can find out of state owners that have, they've owned it for more than seven years and this zip code and this whatever. And uh, you can create a list that you send to your mail house and you can send those out every month for marketing. Off-market leads come to your inbox every day. These are the lists that we provide you and uh, Monday through Friday, I should say. And then uh, they are recorded from court documents and they're sent to your inbox. This is the county data finder. I just, I talked about that a little bit. MLS deal finder. I talked about that. We have on-demand training and real-time training. Uh, we try to answer your questions or respond to it within two hours. Some of them take longer because they're more in-depth, but we try to at least keep you updated. And this is our customer service information. And then we do have freebies. As Thank you for being here. You could sign up for a monthly pre-foreclosure heat map or uh, discounted deals or rental income heat map. Here's the next survey that's popping up. If you're interested in any of those, you just check the box. If you're interested in private money, hard money insurance, contractors, wholesalers, check any of those boxes. We'll get somebody in touch with you. If you're not interested, just say not interested. And same with the titles, the self-directed IRA. And then we're just curious when you plan on purchasing your next investment property. And as a recap, we talked about deal analysis suite. Our price is $15 a month or $99 per year. The deal finding suite, 
this is if you had to pay for everything separate, it would cost a lot of money. We don't charge that. The premium suite, like I said, this, these are the lists that are skip traced for you. And this is our regular pricing for the DFW area as a whole, all the counties around it, uh, 159 a month, the premium is 318. We always, if you go with an annual plan, save you two months worth on your subscription. And because you're with me today, we're giving discount. The deal analysis is still 15. The deal finding suite is 40% discount. So it's $96. That includes the deal analysis. And the premium suite is 50% discount. It's $159 a month. And it includes the deal finding and deal analysis. And if you want those, want to subscribe to any of those, uh, I'll give you the codes to use. Analysis suite, you use, oops, I just sent that to the panelists only, not the attendees. Let me send that to the attendees. There we go. And the finding suite is Rodney 40P and the premium is Rodney 50P. Put that in whenever it asks for your coupon code and it'll automatically discount. And if anybody wanted the 45 minute one-on-one -on -one deal finding training, you can just say one-on-one -on -one in the chat box and we will get somebody in contact with you. That's my contact information. I believe that'll go in the chat box also if you wanna cut and paste that. And just a reminder, we do have a book club that happens every Wednesday at 5 p.m. You can be a part of. We have once a month on the fourth Wednesday of the month, Geeks and Nerds in Real Estate talking about technology and real estate and hot trends every Thursday at 5 p.m. Thank you everybody for being here and uh, appreciate your time. And one last little pop-up for asking if you want to receive weekly updates on our upcoming events, what platform and do you want it more frequently or less frequently or not interested at all. Thanks for all your participation and your questions. I appreciate it. I'll hang around just a little bit longer if you still have some more questions that I can answer, but uh, happy deal finding. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.